So I'm turning 33 this year, and I feel like I'm just now starting to get a glimmer of what I'm meant to be doing in this life. I spent my early 20s feeling pretty lost and totally unsure of my path. I really could have used a mentor back then to show me that it's possible to design exactly the life I want, and it doesn't have to look like the traditional version of success. Really, I could have used Christy Monty, my guest on today's episode. Her mission is to educate and empower 20-somethings to design a life they love by starting the businesses of their dreams. I'm so excited for you to meet her. So let's get started. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches, Sharon Nissen, created the support squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the support squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 30 of the Support Squad podcast. Okay, so my 20s looked like this. I was a professional environmental activist working for a number of different nonprofits. Then I had my daughter when I was 24, and then I spent a few years working as a preschool teacher. Then I co-managed an organic farm with my husband for a few years. I did freelance photography here and there until I finally discovered virtual assisting just a couple years ago. And something I've thought about a lot is how much I wish I had known about this kind of business earlier. But I feel that we're taught that success looks like going to college, majoring in a thing, getting a job in the thing, and working nine to five for 40 or 50 years. And since that path just never interested me, I felt totally lost and unsure of my worth for a long time. And that's why I love Christy Monty's mission so much. If you don't know Christy yet, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a serial entrepreneur and virtual assistant living in Nashville, Tennessee. After starting and scaling multiple businesses before the age of 22, Christy began her project-based virtual assistant service, VA for a Day, in July 2018. VA for a Day combines Christy's natural organizational skills with the experience she has gained from her diverse and ambitious professional pursuits by helping creative entrepreneurs streamline and automate their client experience. In 2019, Christy launched her unique program, Booked Out VA, to educate and inspire young women to use their skills to become a virtual assistant and design a life they love. Now, I want to be clear. I've mentioned Christy's age, but Christy is not just impressive because she's 23. This girl is incredibly savvy no matter which way you spin it. But I do love that she is such a role model and inspiration to young women. I am all about empowering women and girls to create exactly what they want and to dream big and to be creative and innovative. So that's why I'm thrilled to share her with you today. Let's meet Christy. Hey, Christy. Hey, girl. 
<laughs> I am so excited to have you here. Like I was telling you, I am a super fan since <laughs> I started um, my journey with the support squad in January. I've been following you and I just love everything that you're doing. Aww, so, thank you. Yeah. So to start, I know that my listeners love to hear how people's journeys began. So if you can kind of tell me how you dove into your business and got started as a virtual assistant and evolved it into everything that you've built today. Yeah, absolutely. So just a year ago, which is really crazy to think about how much can happen in a year. Um, but just a year ago, I had just moved to Nashville, Tennessee. I was a brand new college graduate at 22 and I'm from New Jersey. So I just decided to, my boyfriend and I decided to go somewhere south and uh, we moved to Nashville and I was basically just trying to avoid getting a real job. Like, let's be honest, like that's what was happening. And I, I discovered that like virtual assistants are a thing uh, through, I guess, just some entrepreneurship Facebook groups that I'm in. I own a couple of other businesses I had started in college. And so I was, you know, part of that whole like girl boss community and I was learning about VAs and everything. And uh, one day I decided that I needed to hire a virtual assistant. So I, like, like I said, I have a couple other businesses and I was looking for a VA just to come into my business for like a day, do a couple things, answer a couple emails, you know, make a PDF, like just do a couple of random stuff. And maybe it was just the VAs I was reaching out to, but I reached out to like 10 different girls and all of them were like, oh, I don't just come into your business for a day. Like, you know, I require five hours minimum per week or I do this, 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 and this. And I was like, you're really sweet, but like, I don't want you to be in my business all the time. I just want you to come in today. Right. You know, like, that's so hard. And to me, it like made so much sense, but I realized that it wasn't very common for VAs to just come in for a day. So that was a Thursday. I thought, VA for a day, like, ding, ding, ding. That's such a great idea. So I'll start a business called VA for a day. I will advertise to people like me uh, who have been in business for three to four years. They're looking for someone to come into their business just for a short amount of time. They can't afford or don't have the resources to hire someone full or part-time. They're just looking for someone to do a couple stuff. So I thought of that idea on a Thursday. Um, by Sunday night, I had a logo, a website, a menu of services, and my first three clients because I'm a psycho. And so <laughs> that's how I work. That's just Christy in a nutshell. So by Monday morning, I have my virtual assistant business four days later. And it looks very different today. So when I first started, it was like, I have a menu of services. And these were things that could be done literally in a couple of hours. Like cleaning out your email inbox, writing you a bio for your website, like really, really simple things, even like organizing people's Google drives, like photographers mm -hmm. have a lot of photos and things like that. Right. So it was really basic, like admin stuff. I was charging like, oh God, now that I think about it, it's so bad. Like I was charging like 15 bucks an hour max, like for these projects. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know, it, it, I was just taking as many on as I possibly could. Somebody would inquire with me because I had posted in an entrepreneurship Facebook group saying that I started this thing. So I was getting some inquiries and I would get an inquiry. And in my mind, I had such a scarcity mindset that I was like, I have to take this person. They need to be on my schedule the next 24 hours or they're going to go. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, that's kind of what the business model was VA for a day. Like you hire me and the next day I'm in your business. Right. So I quickly became super busy and super overwhelmed mm -hmm. and I was very overworked and I was very underpaid. And so just in like a few, honestly, probably about two or three months, I realized like this is extremely unsustainable. Like there is no way that I can continue building a business this way. 
So I started raising my prices. I was playing around with different ways that I could offer, you know, different things. And I started slowly eliminating things from my menu of services that I didn't enjoy doing. So I think the original, the original menu had like 11 different services and it went down to like nine and then it was down to six and then it kept on paring down. And one of the things that I kept finding that people were really asking for a lot was helping them with their client management systems. Um, like setting them up because that's something that is truly a day project that you don't necessarily need to hire a VA. I mean, I'm sure people do and it's great, but you don't necessarily need to hire a VA part-time to manage your client management system. You really just need somebody to come in, set it up for you, mm -hmm. set up all of your workflows and add in your clients and put in your contracts and make your PDF, you know, make your forms and questionnaires pretty and then simply take it from there. Right. So I had been using client management system called Dubsado for years with my own businesses. And I started offering Dubsado setups for other entrepreneurs. And I went from charging like 200 bucks to now almost a thousand. And it's just been like this major, like honing in on a premium service mm -hmm. and offering nothing else. So now my business has, does not have a menu of services and I don't come into people's businesses just for a day to, um, you know, to do all those random tasks. I really come in, I do Monday through Friday projects for setting up someone's client management system or creating workflows for them. Um, I take three to four of those per week. And um, yeah, that's the way that my business works today. So it's been, it's been quite a journey and it's really changed a lot over the last 12 months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I talk about it with other VAs all the time, how quickly our businesses can shift when we realize what we're, we enjoy doing and what we're like. Yes. Yeah. Like to do. And it evolves, like it clicks into place. It's not even like really an evolution. Sometimes it just like clicks where it's like, this is what I should be doing. And it all happens like that. And so I always tell like new VAs, like that moment is coming, like just, yeah, yeah. doing what you're doing. That moment is coming where something will click, something's going to stick and it'll all become so clear. So yeah, I love that. And I know all my listeners are, are fans of Dubsado. So, okay, <laughs> so, good. <laughs> and I, but I love how you've taken something that um, is so great with about automation and made it um, a service that you can provide to people still. So that's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So another one of my favorite things about you is that you are young. You're like, are you 23? Yes. Is that right? Okay, cool. And your mission is kind of to empower and educate other 20 somethings to mm -hmm. build businesses. And I just so wish that I had had someone like that when I was early in my twenties, because I definitely felt like you were talking about that push to get a real job. Um, anything kind of outside of that beaten path was really kind of frowned upon. I think there's like mm -hmm. still a stigma about it. Um, so I'm wondering what advice do you have for younger VAs who are just getting started and what are some of kind of the unique challenges and benefits of being a younger entrepreneur? Yeah, well, I think that one of the best things about being a young entrepreneur is like we have nothing to lose. <laughs> like I know that you were telling me before, like you have children and you know, like I don't have any kids, so my only dependents are my cats. And so <laughs> <laughs> and they are the loves of my life. But, you know, if, if something happens in my business, like I'm really only in charge of myself. I'm not married yet. I do have a, a living boyfriend kind of thing, but I, I don't, we're not dependent on each other or anything like mm -hmm. that. And he's also a freelancer. So clearly we both just are crazy. Um, but, 
I think that one of the most unique things about being able to start a business so young is the fact that you don't have anything to lose. I mean, mm. or, you know, you have something to lose, but it's very minimal. Um, and in reality, you, you can go back to a nine to five if it doesn't work out. But for me, when I was moving to Nashville and I just, I basically just jumped without a net and just hoping that it would appear eventually, uh, you know, living on savings until some of my businesses took off. Right. And that's kind of the biggest thing that I can suggest, or I guess just the advice that I can give to a younger entrepreneur is, or a, a new VA specifically, is just know that there will be a net that appears and you don't necessarily have to think, oh, it's going to be, okay, is the net going to appear next month? Is it going to appear next year? Like, what am I going to do until then? Like, you don't need to necessarily worry too much about exactly how it will. But if you dive all into being a virtual assistant and into entrepreneurship and you're doing the things that, you know, income activities, you're reaching out to people, you're advertising your services via Instagram, you have a nice website, you're participating in Facebook groups, you're, you know, in your support squad and you're, you're learning all those things like a net will appear. You will start getting clients. You just have to trust yourself. You have to trust the process. And that's really just all I can say to younger, younger VAs. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I think, yeah, it's so inspiring. I love seeing younger people have these um, options available to them and that they don't have to go through that grind if they don't want to. And so thanks for being such a light to oh, <laughs> younger entrepreneurs. I think it's amazing how much you've accomplished. Um, so cool. Then another thing I wanted to ask you about, and I know on your Instagram, you say that you get questions about this all the time, but you have such beautiful photos. And, um, <laughs> I know that one of the things you love to invest in is a brand photographer. And so I'd love to hear like why you think that's and kind of what someone could look for in a brand photographer. Yes. I love that. Um, okay. So I love being on podcast interviews because you never know what they're going to ask. And you're like, <laughs> you always get asked this question. I'm like, what is she going to say? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So brand photos. That's so fun. I do. I do a lot of um, brand photography. So sorry. I do have two different Instagrams. So I have coffee with Christy, which is my personal brand. And then I have VA for day, which is my, my virtual assistant business. And um, there's basically just a lot of content going out. Like there's just so much. And I have a blog and I have a podcast and I have a YouTube channel and all the things. So there's just always content, email list, you know, everything. Um, I'm just, content just comes out of my ears all day, every day. So I feel like I always need pictures of myself to go along with these things. Um, so I first started hiring a brand photographer, I guess it was last summer, maybe August, even maybe July. And um, I had just Googled like Nashville brand photographer. I didn't even really know what that was. I just knew that I didn't want somebody who like shot babies and weddings and things. I wanted somebody who understood what it was to be a business owner and how to bring that out of me. Um, mm -hmm. Nothing against wedding photographers. It's just, I knew it was a totally different thing, you know? Right. So I had Googled that and um, I found my photographer Weatherly, who's amazing. And she charges, I don't think she'd mind me telling you this. I, she charges like $500 for a session, which is pretty standard. But then if you sign a quarterly contract with her so that you'll get one every three months, then it's $400 per session. Mm -hmm. So literally like at our first meeting, I just was like, yep, let's do it. So that's what I do. Uh, I spend 400 bucks every three months, which is, you know, uh, it's definitely an investment in your business and in yourself in order to get those photos done. 
I think that it's well worth it because people need to see you in your environment. They need to see you sitting at your desk and with your laptop and working at a coffee shop and working late hours and writing in your planner. Like people need to see the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. in order to really like know, like, and trust you in order to be their VA. I've really honestly seen a direct correlation between having nice brand photos and just posting like stock photos. Um, the engagement's better, uh, but also just, I get more clients because of the fact that, like I said, they can see me working so they can kind of, they can see what it looks like to be like for, for me to work on their project. They can kind of envision me in their business that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I get them every three months. I would recommend if you're looking for a brand photographer, like I said, to look for someone who does brand photography. Mm-hmm. In reality, anyone with a camera can shoot brand photos, like for sure. And I mean, maybe they'll be really good at it, but a lot of times people don't really understand, unless they're a designated brand photographer, they don't really understand how to define what elements of your business like make you as a business owner and actually pull that out in it visually. Um, so that's something that was really important to me and Weatherly's done a great job. She has all these different questionnaires. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like she just goes really in depth with your business before every shoot. She's obviously we talk about locations and outfits, but she's also like, what adjectives do you want to describe this shoot? Like, what do you want your people to feel like? What kind of, um, posts are you planning for the next quarter so that we can align the, the photos to go with those, with those blog posts and things like that. And, um, my brand is always like very happy and light and laughy and things like that. But she had even said to me, like, what's your favorite photo of yourself ever when we were first working together? And I pulled out a picture of me laughing. And so that instantly gave her an idea of, oh, she likes pictures of herself being happy and laughing and having Mm -hmm. dance parties. And like, that's my brand. That's what I do. But if you don't work with a brand photographer, they don't know to ask those questions Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to pull out of you in order to showcase your business in the best light. So. Yeah, totally. Um, I'll be honest. I'm asking this kind of for my own personal <laughs> interest yeah. because I, um, I used to do photography, like families, babies and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know how a camera works and all of that. And so my poor husband has been my brand photographer Love it. <laughs> and it's, um, it's not good for our marriage, that situation. <laughs> <laughs> It's bonding. It's bonding. <laughs> yeah, it's um tense bonding. <laughs> um, so that is like definitely the next like big investment I want to make in my business. So thanks for providing some light there. Absolutely. I can totally see how a specific like a someone that's specialized. You always want to choose a person for their zone of genius. You want someone that's, that knows what they're doing. So I totally yes. Say it again for the people in the back. That's exactly (laughs) it. Like have a premium service, have a specialty. I'm always telling like all of my mentorship students, like have a specialty. Don't be a jack of all trades, master and none. So that's exactly how I was looking for a brand photographer too. Same exact principle that applies to VAs. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I would never like go to a baby photographer for or like even a general photographer, like just someone that's a photographer for specifically brand photography. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And then, okay, so another thing I wanted to ask you about, I noticed on one of your Instagram posts, you talked about having 20 subcontractors within your businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to know about that journey. How did that come about and how do you utilize subcontractors within your business? 
Yes. Okay. So I do have multiple businesses. So that, like you said, that's subcontractors for all of my businesses, not just my VA business. Cause I feel like I can feel your listeners being like, Oh my oh, God, yeah. <laughs> 20 other VAs. Not true. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> so I do have subcontractors within my VA business and that's what I'll focus on. But the other ones are for mainly my business got strings. So I have a mm. string ensemble for weddings and special events. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, yeah. So those are, that's a whole other thing, but yes, that's one of my businesses. Um, <laughs> that I that definitely with. makes that 20 subcontractors seem a little less like intense. I'm like, that's a yeah. lot of DAs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No. So I have like 15 or eight, 15 of those are musicians and they're oh, cool. violinists, violists, and cellists that I send out to some special events. Mm-hmm. I know a value of to college. Um, and I'm running that remotely. Hey, hashtag thanks, Dubs Auto. Uh, and then, <laughs> wow, and, um, that's so cool. Thanks. So that's 15 of them. So then the other five are people who I, I work with um, through VA and I, like, I have too many businesses. Like, so mm-hmm. just keep that in the back of your mind. <laughs> For my specific virtual assistant business, I do have a VA of my, of my own, which people always laugh, like that the VA for a day has a VA, but it's true. Oh, yeah. So I, so I have a VA, um, her name is Alexis, uh, for Fort, year. So she's great. And I love her and she, basically- Oh, I know Alexis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so she's my VA. She basically, um, does all of the parts of the Dubs auto setups for my clients that I don't like to do. So I've picked out the parts that I like when I'm setting up people's Dubs auto accounts and then I give her the rest and she does it beautifully. Um, what is really interesting about that is it's kind of enabled me to a take on like four times the amount of clients that I, that I was because I'm able to outsource half of the setup, but also I'm able to like make more money in general because of the fact like, you know, if I pay, I won't like say necessarily how much I pay Alexis, but say I'm paying her $25 an hour, then, and I'm charging my client a thousand dollars and it takes Alexis two hours to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm making 800 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's yeah. kind of like a really nice little empire that I've, that I've got going on for VA. Of course. Now. Yeah. Um, and, and it works out for everyone because the clients are getting great work. Nothing passes, nothing goes from the VA to like to my client without going mm-hmm. through me first. Um, and Alexis does an amazing job and she like, just, she's just great. I love her. Um, so, <laughs> but it works out for her as well because she's getting work. It's not, um, it's not just all on my end, I guess. But um, as far as like training a team and all that kind of stuff goes, I would say uh, it's important to make sure that you, give people directions when you first hire them Poor Alexis, when she first came on, like I literally was just like, here you go. Like, here's all of the things, like do all the things. And she's great. So she was able to do it. But some of the other people that I've worked with, like VAs in my other businesses, um, they need a lot more direction. They need a lot more how to, a lot more steps, a lot of more tutorials. Mm-hmm. And I think that a common, a common worry that people have when hiring somebody like to be on their team is that it's going to take longer to train them than it is for you to just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is a very short sighted vision. I think yes. it's yes. a very short sighted vision because mm-hmm. of the fact that, you know, if you are 
setting all these things in your in your business to train your VA, then if that VA leaves, because they're going to leave, they're not going to be with you for the next 40 years, right? Like they're going to leave at some point. You have all that stuff to train the next person and you have all that stuff to train the next person and the next mm -hmm. person. That stuff needs to be in your operations manual anyway. So mm -hmm. like for me, I will write like a, an entire Word document or Google Doc of the, pro the client experience that my clients go through. I'm mm -hmm. really, really into client experiences and really making just an exceptional client experience mm -hmm. for your, your clients. And so I have every single step that a client goes through with my brand from the moment that they hear my name until six months later when I'm sending follow-up emails. And it's all automated with workflows and Dubsado, except for the stuff that really requires someone's personality. But I have that client experience. And then for all of the manual tasks that require someone to do something, outsource it right now. I have tutorials for each of those steps so mm -hmm. that if I wanted to outsource it in the future, I could. And I very simply just go on to screencastomatic.com or Loom. Mm -hmm. And um, I go on and I just create a really quick tutorial. I'm like, here's how to send a contract in Dubsado. Here's how to do this thing. Here's how to, you know, send them over their forms and their questionnaires and blah, blah, blah. Like all of that kind of stuff. I just have tutorials for so that if somebody's coming into my business, I can just hand them, here's the client experience, basically my entire operations manual, because it's exactly what happens in my business for every single client. And there's a tutorial for every single manual task that isn't automated in workflow for whoever may need to step into my business. God forbid I get sick and I need a VA to do my work for me. Like mm -hmm. if I, you know, get married and I'm on a honeymoon and I don't want to be working, I can hand them that, like that entire document and they have everything that I do in one place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I do. I do the same thing in my business, like with the support squad stuff and then also with my clients. So mm -hmm. with all of my VA clients, I'm always documenting all of my processes with them because yeah. I always want to be in a position with my clients where I can grow in my role and like hand off pieces that I don't want to do anymore and like always exactly. being prepared to do that. So yeah, I believe in recording your screen a lot and, yeah. and and just be have a google doc where every time you're creating a new process a new task just writing it out because yeah it's a, a time investment that will pay off again and again so yes it'll save so much time later mm -hmm. yeah so that's awesome advice so um yeah the other thing i'm excited to talk to you about um christy is going to be um one of our featured men uh, mentors in the support squad membership community this month. So, um, Christy, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about what you're going to be talking about and what we can expect from your exclusive training. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't want to give much, like give too much away, but basically right. my training is going to be, um, I'm going to tell the story of how I discovered how to price my premium service. Um, and I just kind of walk through the story and I have like little slides that go along with it. It's very cute. It's very oh, cute. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, but I tell the story of exactly how I figured out how to price my premium service. So I have a proven pricing formula that I teach all of my, my personal mentorship students. I'm excited to share with your community because it's kind of like my thing. Um, and, uh, yeah. But yeah, I talk about how, um, I guess the biggest takeaway from it that won't give too much away is that when you're a virtual assistant, people aren't paying you for your time. They're paying you to get back theirs. Yes. So it's very important to remember that. And that has a very big uh, 
that that's kind of the crux of what I learned as a VA because I was realizing that I had an hourly rate and mm-hmm. it occurred to me one night, my hourly rate is completely irrelevant. No one's paying me for my time. They're paying me for theirs. So that's kind of how <laughs> your eyes <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> mind blown emoji over here. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna be talking about. And so definitely join the support squad if you haven't to get that training. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And I know that you also have some really exciting stuff coming up in your business or your multiple businesses. So let us know um, where we can get in touch with you online and also what's coming up for you in your business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my personal brand is Coffee with Christy and I have a podcast and a YouTube and a blog that go along with that. So that's mm-hmm. coffeewithchristy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my virtual assistant business is VA for a day. So um, definitely go ahead and follow me over there. I'm always giving advice and just, like I said, content coming out of my ears. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's VA for a day. And if you want to see the site, that's coffeewithchristy.com slash VA for a day. Um, I am having something come up in the fall, which is very exciting. So I had started a mentorship program back in January because it was basically just when somebody asked me to mentor them and I said, sure. And then I ended up signing up seven other people. And then I signed up seven more after that. And so I've had almost 15 people go through my mentorship, but it was a very beta low key, didn't really know what I was doing, creating it on the spot, basing my, my modules and course on what people were asking and things like that. So very excited to announce that over the summer, I've been putting all of the things that I had created for that mentorship in the winter um, for a, a huge mentorship program that's starting in September. Uh, it's called Booked Out VA, and mm-hmm. it's just really to teach virtual assistants how to have a premium service, how to price it, how to sell it, and sell it in advance so that you're never wondering where your next client is coming from. So very excited about Yay. that. First to know when uh, spots open for that. I'm only going to be taking 10 girls. So um, definitely hop onto the waitlist at coffeewithchristy.com slash waitlist. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Congratulations. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Cool. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was so great to connect with you. And I'm so excited for your training. Um, Yay. All the slides. <laughs> I a good slide. Thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. <laughs> it was so fun to meet Christy, right, you guys? And if you want to learn more from her, and trust me, this girl has a lot to share you definitely want to enroll in the Support Squad membership community because her training on how to price your premium service is an absolute game changer. I mean, it seriously blew my mind and completely changed the way that I think about pricing virtual assistant services. So make sure to head over to thesupportsquad.com and enroll so you can get instant access to that exclusive training. I will see you in there. Until next time, boss babe.